What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect Podcast Show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is, well, it's Wednesday night to me. Uh, I actually rushed home from the city to get this out uh, on Wednesday. So it's late Wednesday night. I guess you could say technically. Technically, it might have just turned. Did it turn Thursday? Ah, whatever. It's late Wednesday night. I said I'm doing them on Wednesdays. It's and I was like, I don't care how late it is. I gotta make it happen. So it's uh, Wednesday night to me, even if it is Thursday, August sixth or seventh. You could pick one. But um, just got back from the city, and um, you guys are listening to episode one seventy one. Got a lot of stuff on this episode. Got um, a ton of your unacceptables. Okay, so many people came in with unacceptables that I decided this week, you know what, everybody, fuck it. So many people came in with unacceptables. So many of them were funny. I was getting unacceptable pictures. People, a lot of times, this week was more than ever before on the show. I got a ton of people sending me pictures of things and then saying it's unacceptable. So what I'm going to do for this episode, just because so many of you guys have reached out and so many of you have... um, you know, just been so supportive with the unacceptable in the show. Uh, I'm going to try to read and, and, and list off as many as I possibly can uh, on the show today. Uh, a lot of people sent me long stories. I'll read them and uh, I'll do all that shit because it was just, it got to the point where halfway through the week I was like, there's no way that I'm going to be able to even get the best ones because all of these are good. So let's just go for it and do it on the show today. All right. So uh, sit back and hopefully you'll hear yours. And um, again, if you don't, keep sending them out, but I'm going to try to get as many as I possibly can. Uh, also saw a movie that I want to talk about this week. It was pretty, pretty nuts. And um, yeah, man, we'll go through the whole thing. I got, uh, got a car situation that I want to talk about, my unacceptable. And uh, that's it. It's been kind of a cool week for me because um, I... Got to see some family, was up at my mom's, my mom was watching uh, one of my kids and, um, you know, and and I have my daughter, so I was spending some time with my daughter while my son was at my mom's and just um, kind of cool stuff. Went to the city tonight, worked on some new material, which is cool. And I also want to say, I, I wanted to mention this to uh, to you guys because I know that a lot of people obviously have their own businesses who uh, listen to the show. And what I'm doing is, you know, a lot of podcasts go for sponsors that all of the podcasts get. There are certain people out there, certain companies out there that go to podcasts. And now, fortunately for me and the show, um, there's a lot of listeners of the Verzi Effect. This unacceptable thing is is really um, making people get more and more into the show, which is amazing. And I'm grateful for that. But I wanted to reach out to my listeners and say that uh, if any of you guys have a uh, company and you would like the show to advertise for the company, um, not on a huge scale or whatever, you know, but just like if you would like to contribute to it that way and you're interested in sponsoring the show uh, or be a sponsor for the Verzi Effect, reach out to me. We can talk privately, um, message me or whatever, and uh, we can talk and, and, and see about that, but um, Verzi Effect is getting to the point now where there will be sponsors coming aboard, and uh, I am happy about that. I just want to obviously be working with the, the right people, 
and not just get a sponsor to get a sponsor, but get sponsors that are like, you know, cool and that blah, blah, blah. And I figure who cooler than fans of the show. So if you have a company, if you have something, it doesn't even have to be the nice thing about podcasts is it's anywhere. So it doesn't have to be in the, you know, Northeast where I'm at. It could be anywhere. So uh, reach out and let me know. And, um, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, put that out there to my fans. Now, uh, here's something that happened this week that I swear to God, it was one of these days that just turned out to be incredible. It was one of the most fun times uh, we've had here at the house. So, anyway, we have uh, on Sunday... It was kind of like almost unplanned. It was really weird. So on Sunday, uh, my wife tells me, um, hey, you know, one of my coworkers is going to come over and, um, you know, is that cool? You got anything going on? And I was like, no, have him come over. That'd be great. That'd be awesome. So her coworker comes over who I know. He brings his wife. Great time couple of they brought their kids and uh it was great there were deer coming in the backyard near the kids but like like in a cool way not in like a, oh fuck get out of their way because uh, we have an apple tree in our yard and the deer come and they eat off the apple tree especially in the summertime because that's like for the next like two or three months the apples are still like good and all that stuff so um deer were coming out and everything we're having a great time we're eating and all of a sudden my, a couple of my comedian friends were like oh i'm coming up so uh, my buddy Giannis Pappas, you guys may know Giannis. Giannis is a hilarious comedian. Uh, he also is does the Marisa characters on YouTube, which are huge and stuff. So Giannis wanted to see the house. So Giannis and his girlfriend, who's lovely, they come up to the house and we're hanging out and we're eating and we're just having a great time. And, you know, people are enjoying being in the country and it's awesome. Then all of a sudden, people that like mention that they might come over. But, you know, like it's one of those things like, oh, yeah, you're going to maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that. So I was like, all right, let's get a poker game up here if that's possible. So one of those things where, you know, the way people are like, ah, we were going to come, but we couldn't. Well, this was the opposite. Everybody who kind of mentioned it in like passing decides they're coming up to my house. So my manager shows up. A couple of other comedians show up. Jason Lawhead shows up. And it was just like spur of the moment stuff and all guys that wanted to gamble and play poker. So now we have all of these people here. We did like, we had like two parties in the same day. We're cooking. Oh my God, we got this insane, insane burger recipe. People were going nuts for the burgers. Giannis was like, that's the best burger I ever had in my fucking life. We got all kinds of salads out and, and, and just snacks and food. And it was just like a guy that I have not seen. Okay, I, I'll break down the story. This is, like, this is like one of those days where it was like it just turned into a house party where I was pumping gas in Connecticut, which I live on the border of New York and Connecticut. I'm pumping gas in a town near my house, which is in Connecticut. And all of a sudden I hear Verzi and I look over and it's a dude I went to high school and college with for a couple of years. Find out that him and his family live in that neighborhood five minutes from my house. So I text him when people started saying they wanted to play poker because I know he's a huge poker player. 
And then he's like, yeah, absolutely. So he comes. And all the guys who came to play poker love cigars. So everybody's smoking cigars, playing poker. The, the, the girls are having a great time. You know, the kids went to bed. Just an absolute fucking blast. And it was one of the first times where, like, being a homeowner, having my own shit, you know, having land and doing all that stuff, you just had one of those parties that you were at as a little kid, and it just turned into that, and it was just, it was awesome. It was awesome to the point where it was so cool. I'm like, I think a month, a monthly poker game is a must. Here's what you need in a poker game. You need everybody who likes or doesn't mind smoking cigars because that just helps who's into poker but also into just great fun conversation and into drinking. If you get those guys together, it's just fun, amazing time, okay? So that was one of the days during this week, and it was fucking incredible. Like, you know those times where you're at a party and you're having so much fun, you just kind of look around and you're like, I can't believe this is happening right now. This is like, it was one of those. It wasn't like, you know, a rush where you plan for this party and then you got to run out and you're, oh, we forgot this, oh, you got to go get this, and then you expect everybody a certain time and then they all come and it kind of just goes fast because you're entertaining and hosting. This was not that. This was like, oh my God, look who else showed up. Get the fuck out of here. Like that. But like everybody you want there. Because let's be honest, everybody. Even at family parties, family functions that you know people are going to be at. You see people you really don't give a shit about. You see people that you're like, ah, whatever. You put on the fake smile. You walk around with a burger and a hot dog in your hand. And you just fucking can't wait to lay down at the end of that. This was not the case great, great day with great friends. And uh, I'll tell you, even if you're a novice poker player and you're not into it, what you got to do is just get a couple of guys that like, you know, low stakes, everybody, even if you just, everybody just throws in like 20 bucks and you enjoy poker, but you're not nuts about it. And you guys just sit around, smoke cigars and have fun with it. I'm telling you, you will be like this. I've been missing out. This is the shit. Unbelievable. Um, now, got to tell you guys the car situation that happened. Um, now, I'll give you guys the backstory. I'll give you the whole story. This is what happened. And then this is going to go into my unacceptable. And then after my unacceptable, I am going to read a shitload of your unacceptables. And then we will go from there. I'll talk about the movie. We'll see where we're at timing-wise. All right, so here we go. So I drove, I was driving recently, um, up until today, I was driving a 2012 Nissan Maxima, okay? And I I liked the car. The car was insanely fast. It was a V6 and, you know, it had like, I think like 288 horses. The thing was just really fast, really powerful. Now, I wanted to get out of the lease early because I drive from my home in the country down to New York City many times during the week. Okay, not every, I won't say every single day, you know, because I, I travel to other places and I'm not always going into the city, but a lot, a lot. Now with a V6, driving an hour, driving fast, doing all that shit a gas guzzler, and just a little more sporty than I wanted. I'm not going to lie. I'm a sedan guy, okay? I'm a sedan guy. 
I like a fucking four-door comfortable ride. I'm not in a fucking race. This isn't Fast and the Furious like these assholes with purple fucking wings on the back of their car and green rims and shit. I don't give a shit about that. I could give a fuck about, you know, I want a I want a nice comfortable four-door you know, car that is drive smooth and just has air condition, you know, music, and I could just chill. That's what I want. Now, one of the best cars I've ever drove, I'll probably say as far as pound for pound, smoothest, nicest car was a Toyota. Toyota Camry was great. I mean, they're just great. Toyota engines, I just love Toyotas, okay? I don't know why. Um, and so now I'm in the Maxima and I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? I could get a used, should I try to upgrade? Should I get like a used Cadillac? Should I get a BMW? But then I'm like, no, because those are all going to be V6s. And for the commuting that I do, I just really just add a principle going to a gas station and dumping in, especially with gas prices, dumping in all this money every day, every other day with the way that I travel. I was like, no, let me see what Toyota has to offer. Let's see what's out there. So I start looking for Toyotas. Um, but nice. Now I need certain things. I need, I need black. I need certain kind of chrome fucking outline. I'm picky with my cars. You know, I, I need certain things that, that, you know, I like the way they look and everything too. So I go into this place and I'm about to go to Yonkers. Okay. To get this Toyota. Trust me, the, uh, the payoff on my unacceptable bill will be worth the story. So bear with me, sit back, relax and listen to this shit. Okay, because it's going to get good, especially if I get going here. But it is a little late. And I don't want my family to wake up, but fuck it. Here we go. So now out of the out of the fucking just being just being loyal, this stupid fucking loyalty that I have. I was going to a Toyota dealership in Yonkers and I said, let me just contact Nissan and see if Nissan got in any trade-ins or anything that are Toyotas, just to see. And I don't even really fucking like these guys that much. In fact, me and this one guy, I blew him off. I knew he was pissed at me. And this guy ends up coming back and, and, and doing shit anyway and whatever. So I'm like, I don't care, whatever. A car is a car. Let me just go there. Guy was Italian. He had that going for him. So, sure enough... Me being loyal to the dealership, you know, we just got a truck from, we just got another Nissan truck um, the other day, so my wife has a new truck, and now I'm trying to get to, well, we, we always have, like, my wife takes a truck to work, I take the car when I drive to the city or when I drive on the road when I'm not flying, so sure enough, they do have a Toyota that came in, it was black, it was what I wanted, um, so I go in there. And I'm talking to them, and I'm like, "Wow, you guys, you guys got the, you guys got the car. You know, that's pretty cool. This car that I was looking at had like fifteen thousand miles on it. This car was brand new. This car was, I mean, let's be honest. Japanese engines aren't even done stretching out before they get to fifty thousand miles. So fifteen is a joke. So I go in there, and now I'm sitting with these fucking guys, right? I'm sitting down with them, and I'm going, "This is what I want to pay." So I'll just throw the numbers out there and we'll, you know, because I also was getting out of my Maxima. I'm getting out of my Maxima a year early. Okay, so there's 12 months of payments that need to be rolled into whatever move I make with whatever car. I, and I understood that. I figured that out. I've been looking at cars for a long time. So here's what happens. 
I sit down with the salesman and the finance guy. This fucking guy gives me a price and he goes, all right, yeah, so uh, so I'm just using numbers here. He goes, all right, so 360, I can, and I go, no, nah, dude, I'm not doing it for 360. I'm not doing it for 360. I'm going from a fucking, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm going from a V6 to a 4. You know, I'm trying to do the right thing here with my travel, with gas and all that shit. I'm not spending... I'm not spending that money, you know, to, to go down an engine. Even though it's a nice car, I'm not doing it. So I'm like, so the guy's like, all right, well, I was like, look, man, if you could give me, I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's got to be lower than 360. So maybe like 350, if you tell me 350, maybe we could talk. So then the guy, acting cool, whatever, goes, you know what, I'll do, how about this? How about, we'll shake on it right now, 349, and I go, here's another thing, I'm not putting a penny down. I'm not putting a penny down. I want you to roll everything in, and I want to just get into the car that I want to get into. And I want to get the fuck out of here. I'm not. I'm not giving you one red cent. He goes, all right, three forty nine. We'll do, do it. This motherfucker shakes my hand and hugs me for the deal. They're all talking, oh, comedian, this comedian, that, doing all the bullshit these dealerships do. So, um, yeah, we want tickets to your show. Blah blah blah. All this. Thing. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I talked to my wife about it, you know, just saying, look, this is the deal. I got, you know, this is what I want. She's like, great. Are you happy? I'm like, yeah, I think I am. I think I like, you know, I think I'm, I'm good. So I'm like, you know, great commuter car, insanely reliable, no miles on the thing, looked amazing, you know, all that. So today, okay, I had a busy day, guys. Went to the city, did a show. I took, I took my, me and my daughter went out. My daughter's the best fucking... Took her to get a haircut. All she cared about was a lollipop. It's just a fucking nutty day. So I show up to Nissan to pick up my Toyota. Okay. And I get there and they're acting weird when I get there. Okay. Here we fucking go. They're acting weird when I get there and I'm just kind of like, all right, what's, what's going on? So I look at the car. The car looks great. I'm like, oh, this is great. And they're like, oh, man, just we only got one key. The other keys are coming from the other dealership next week. Sorry about that. So then I'm like, all right, maybe that's what they're weird about. So then like, it's time for me to go in with the finance guy, and they try to fucking upgrade your shit, and they try to, you know, send you shit and, and all kinds of stuff. Or, oh, no, we got this warranty, or we got this, or we got that. You want to buy a fucking mud flap for another fucking 1900 bucks? You know, all kinds of shit like that. So I'm sitting there, and the dude's cool. This dude's actually cool. And we're sitting there talking, and he goes, all right, well, I got you down for 361 for the thing. And I was just like, whoa, whoa, man. I was like, look, you got to get the other guy in here um, because we agreed and shook on 340 Matter of fact, I have documents that I signed. That said that this is what it's going to be. When I was leaving, the guy goes, well, you know, I told you 349. That's what I got to get it to. Okay. And my credit score was good. Okay. My credit score was good. Not all the banks approved things the same way. Some are higher interest rates, but they got me a great interest rate. Got good credit. And um, he's like, yep, well, 361. And I go, no. I go, I agreed to 349. So he calls the guy in and literally the guy goes, Hey, what's what's up, man? And I was like, yeah, you, you know, we, we shook on 349, and now it's just 351. And the dude just stared at the computer and goes, yeah, I couldn't get it. I had to get it at, 
and just like literally just fucking lied. Okay, so here's this is now we're into my unacceptable for the week. Okay, you told me and you gave me an agreement of three hundred and forty nine dollars on paper. Shook my hand, stood up, and fucking hugged me. Okay. And then I come in to get the car, and from three forty nine it goes to three sixty one. And then when I call you out, you just yeah. And I mean I couldn't. I, I just that that's the number, and just said that's the number, and just stared there. And I looked at both of them, and I go, was anybody gonna call me? Now mind you, my little girl is two and a half, two years old, two two years and four months old. She's running around going, Daddy, I wanna go. Daddy, I wanna go. I'm dealing with that shit, and she's she's being cool. She wasn't being a pain in the ass, but it was like let's let's go here. Let's rush through this, okay? And the guy goes, I just, I just, you know, I, I, you know, and I go, no, so nobody called me. So I just show up here and it's more money than I thought. And then that was going to be okay without a call. So he goes, I mean, I could, and then he just like hits a couple of buttons on the computer to lower the price of the car. And then it goes down to like 350 something. I was like, that, that's really all I mean with the, and, and it was so fucking, it put me in such a fucking bullshit position because I'm sitting there, they're taking plates off of my car. I got my daughter here, you know, just a shitty, awful experience, man, really, like, you know, it shouldn't be like this, and I'm sitting there, and I was like, well, then I'm doing it for the three, you know, 50-something, and I know I'm only talking $5 here, but it's not, that's not the point, the point is, you don't fucking do that, it's business, if you did that shit in the mafia, you'd be fucking laying up in a river, you'd be floating somewhere, you don't do that, that's bad business. So now I'm fucking disgusted, you know, and then, you know, little certain things like were just starting to happen where I'm like, so then the dude was cool and knew like he wasn't going to sell me a warranty. I was just like, look, man, I'm not fucking adding on to this thing. Okay. I'm not spending, you know, I know I had to tie another car into this and get out of a a lease really early and do that. I get that. I get that. That's why I'm paying as much as I'm paying, but I'm not, you know, like I was like, no, cool. So like I was just signing papers, signing papers and like. It was just a bullshit, fucking unacceptable. Like if you saw how we shook hands and hugged and I got the deal I wanted, I got the car I wanted, and then to get that shit was unacceptable and fucking horse shit. And I got to tell you something. The majority of these car places, they know what the fuck they're doing. They could play with numbers on the computer. They know how to fucking get the price to what you want, but you're paying it. It's fucking horse shit. It's fucking unacceptable is what it is. It really is. It's the biggest bunch of bullshit. And the only reason why I ended up doing it was because it was the car I wanted. Okay. It had 15,000 miles on it. It was black. It looked great. You know, they drive great. Toyota engines are the shit. It's a perfect type of car for what I needed. We already got the truck. So... You know, I was fine with that, but just just to fucking do that, to say that and, and to say I'll make it happen, when you shake a man's hand and hug him, okay, I don't give a fuck if it's a car dealership, I don't care if it's over a pack of baseball cards when you're a fucking kid, I don't care what it is, when you shake a fucking hand and hug and say that's the deal, that's the fucking deal. You know, I don't care if it's over a piece of gum or a car or whatever, a deal is a deal. We learn that shit as young men. And and to go into a fucking dealership and have to fucking... De- it, was, it was so fucking unacceptable and ridiculous. 
I mean, I can't even. Could you imagine that shit? Like, just you know what I mean? Like, like I literally could have been like, guys, man, listen, it's going to be three, four. Now, as a matter of fact, I need it to be less than that. And I'm contacting them, and I'm I'm contacting them, and I'm going to be like, look, man, it's just, I'm going to be like, the way this shit went down, like, I need some fucking oil changes and shit, you got to throw some fucking, throw some, you know, car fucking floor mats, some shit, I need something for this, to make up for the whatever little money that is, just, just, it's just annoying. And like, it, you know what pissed me off, and what was really unacceptable about it was I couldn't enjoy the process of getting the car I wanted because it was done in such a shady, bullshit fucking way. Like, what did they expect? Did they expect because I'm a nice guy and I'm a comedian that I would just laugh it off? Oh, 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 yeah, I was really kidding when I said I didn't want to spend 360 so now I'll spend 361 I guess that 349 was just fucking... It's like, what did they expect? They think I'm a fucking idiot? Unbelievable, unacceptable. Ugh, fuck, I swear to God, from now on, I- I've learned this, and I've learned this the hard way. You never go into the fucking dealership. That's what I've learned. You don't go into the dealership. You call on the phone, you say, this is what the numbers are going to be, this is what I want, and when they fucking do it, they do it, and then when they don't, they don't, and then you go in and you buy the damn car. Oh, my God. But I took the car to the city tonight. It's fucking awesome. I love it. Smooth as hell and uh, and all that. So whatever. That's my unacceptable. Bunch of horse shit that is. But now it's time for all of you guys to get your unacceptables here. And I have a bunch to read. So uh, here we go. I'm going to shout you guys out. I'm going to do all the ones that were sent to me, the, the long ones. And then I will go to uh, Facebook, I mean uh, to Twitter. So let me start here with the Facebook ones, and then we'll go over to Twitter, and we will do that. So, um, wow, and I got a lot. And I'm just going to read them. I'm just going to read them because these are ones I started to read. They were good. They were funny. People were passionate about it. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. These people are taking their time to write me and to write the show, and I think the least that I could do is, um, is read these things out. So... Why do I have that little fucking ball, that little, you know, that little, like, Trivial Pursuit, you know, game piece thing spinning? You want to know why? Because this computer stinks. All right, here we go. Let me see here. Um, the first unacceptable for the week. All right. This is Kevin Stefanik. I hope I'm saying this right, Kevin. You're probably like, what a dick. Kevin Steff, a chick, whatever. Here it is. It's S-T-E-F-A-N-C-I-K, Kevin. All right, and Kevin writes, all right, here's my unacceptable for the week. While downtown, uh, while at downtown Disney in Orlando with my family, I'm waiting in line at the drinking fountain so my kid could get it so my kid could get a drink. Then the sweaty nasty cunt in front of me <laughs> uh, rinses her fucking disgusting filth soaked <laughs> handkerchief in the dirty fountain rubbing her fucking nastiness all over the spout, then wipes her greasy, sweaty, filthy teenage son down 
and rinses again. Unacceptable, you filthy fucking cunt. Um, <laughs> uh, Kevin, I could feel your rage. I think everybody who just heard that can. Um, I gotta say, though, being at a water fountain and you're at a fucking amusement park or you're at Disney in the heat in the summer and your kid is thirsty and then some woman starts taking a handkerchief and wiping shit down and doing that, you know, rinsing off her handkerchief after she put it under her arms and shit is absolutely disgusting and fucking unacceptable. These animals have absolutely no tact and they don't understand how disgustingly horrific that is. That is enraging and it's like, now what is your son supposed to do? You can't fucking expose your son to that nasty shit. So now you got to go buy a $7 water, okay, and wait online with a bunch of other fucking animals who are at the concession stand because we're a bunch of fat fucks. Unbelievable. Absolutely unacceptable. Great one. Absolutely great one. Uh, okay, let's go to the next one here. Let's see. Um, this is from Christopher Hyde. And Christopher Hyde says, okay, unacceptable. Now, I know you've done coworker cutting fingernails, and I completely agree. And I never thought of this one until just now as I sit here and watch my senior citizen lady coworker take her sock off and begin cutting her toenails while making small talk about golfing fees. This stinky, twiggy nails... Are, f- are flying off and she is giving zero fucks. Put a sock back on. Uh, only did the one foot and proceeds to go back to work. Hold on. Come on, you fucking... Oh, my God. I'm so, I got to apologize, man. The, the computer, I don't know what's going on, but ridiculous. Um, here we go. So... What did she say here? Okay. Taking the shoes off in public is bad enough. Um, Okay, yes. So she proceeds to go back to work. Taking the shoes off in public is bad enough, but physically inspecting, touching, working on feet or toenails is goddamn disgusting and 100% unacceptable. That's like if I just begin scratching my balls like a dog dragging his ass across the carpet in front of her, acting like it ain't a big deal. Have some fucking common decency and class, for Christ's sake. Um, dude, I, I, I mean, again, as much as this doesn't surprise me, at the same time, it's like anything that like you should be doing in the fucking bathroom... You shouldn't do at work. I remember years ago when Johnny Damon was on the the Red Sox. And even in a dugout with a bunch of dudes sweating, playing ball, he was clipping his toenails. And I was just thinking to myself, like, what are you doing? It's fucking disgusting. I think, I'll go as far as to say, I think clipping your fingernails at work when nails can fly off is just unacceptable. But your toe and your socks off at work, it's like, what the fuck? Where did you grow up? Seriously, where would your parents raise you in the fuck, in, a, in the woods? Like, it's like, I, I've, I swear to God, like, these people that do shit like that, I really think that, I, I honestly actually think that it's an attention thing. Because there's no way an elderly woman 
can fucking take her shoes off and socks off and start clipping her toenail at the job and think that that's okay. It's just it's it's just a thing where like it's like oh look at me I'm doing this because I can. Does anybody care? It's definitely an attention seeking thing, but it's fucking horseshit. Okay. The lady at the water fountain at Disney should have to fight this toenail cutter to death. And then after that, like when whoever wins and doesn't die just gets fucking shot and then it's over. And then, and then a big fucking announcement on a loudspeaker comes and says, this is what should happen to everybody. Stop doing this shit. Unbelievable, these animals. Okay, good. All right, here we go. I got another one coming up. Don't worry, guys. I got a lot of these. This is unacceptable podcast here. Okay, here we go. This is from Eric McKinney. And Eric says, I just love looking at some of the words. Like as I scroll past it, I just see the words like fucking lazy, blah, 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 this and that. Uh, Eric McKinney says, hey, Paul, longtime TVE listener, saw the all-in tour in Portland, Oregon, and you guys fucking killed. Great time. Now I have a fucking unacceptable for you. (laughs) All right. I work at a fine dining restaurant here outside of Portland and sometimes the shitty front sometimes the shitty front of house manager will come in with her kids leave them at the table and try to do her shitty job unacceptable it gets worse last sunday we were slammed and this fucking cunt come <laughs> I'm starting to think I use the c word too much uh and I'll never call it the C word again. I apologize. Last Sunday we were slammed and this fucking cunt comes in with her kids again, but doesn't sit them inside this time. She sat them at an outside patio table, uh, helped out for a couple of minutes, then continues to sit at the bar. I'm scrolling here. Hold on. Continues to sit at the bar uh, and have at least three cocktails and a couple glasses of wine only going out to yell at her kids to get away from the street ages four and eight and come back and sit down and engage in conversation with patrons totally ignoring her fucking kids i was a father of a five-year-old boy it was uh I, as a father of a five-year-old boy, was fucking enraged so much I wanted to call DHS but pussied out because I have no fucking idea. I have no fucking idea why. Put this fucking lazy fucking cunt into shame, please, for me. Uh, And then this says, uh, Notable Unacceptable. Uh, me for not making the call because this wasn't the first time this cunt has done this. And to every fucking person who saw two kids with no supervision, no nothing, just fucking walk, just fucking walked by, unacceptable. Thanks. Can't wait for the podcast. Uh, two hundred. All right, here we go. Yeah, I want to do something special for two hundred. Now, um. I take it that this woman is not married and needs some fucking attention. And the fact that, let me tell you something. I feel guilty, okay? I feel guilty in my life. Like sitting on a bed, relaxing or resting my eyes with my kids sitting on the bed with me. Okay, watching a show they like. 
that makes me feel guilty like a bad dad, okay? If I ever walked into a fucking restaurant with my two children, sat them outside on the patio, and went inside to the bar to have cocktails, and mind you, is anybody thinking that this is the woman driving them home? She fucking had cocktails and wine and then would just yell at the kids to stay out of the street to make herself feel better. Meanwhile, she's fucking sitting there selfishly getting intoxicated with a four-year-old and an eight-year-old. And make no mistake, the eight-year-old, even though they're older and shit, the eight-year-old's still a fucking baby. Let's be honest. Okay, what were you doing at eight? You know, I I think I shit my pants at a fucking public pool in Long Island once when I was eight because I had to shit and my brother made me laugh and it came out. So the eight-year-old doesn't know what he's doing. Or maybe I'm putting my fucking irresponsibility and shitting skills at eight on this kid. Either way, a four and an eight-year-old sitting there unsupervised while their mother is fucking drinking at a bar is absolutely one of the lowest classless, most unacceptable things. Any fucking mother listening to this podcast right now, if you do that shit, you'd be fucking ashamed of yourself and you should go play in the fucking street until you get smacked in the neck by a fucking bus. Okay? That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard and it is completely unacceptable. Okay? Somebody should have actually walked, grabbed the kids by the hands, walked up and said, stop drinking. Your children should not be here in a restaurant while you're getting intoxicated. Stop it. Absolutely unacceptable. Fucking animals. Dude, if I ever walked into a restaurant and my kids were outside the patio and my wife was at a bar drinking, it would be the fucking biggest problem ever in my marriage. I would fucking lose my mind on my wife. Lose my mind. So something tells me that she did, she wasn't fucking married. And if she is, that dude's fucked. Because if you have a woman sitting at a bar drinking and your kids with her are outside on a patio, and every once in a while she's going, stay out of the street. Ugh, fucking the worst. Thank you, Eric. That's a good one, and that woman should be fucking... Ugh, that's fucking awful. I don't understand what people think about. Like, what what are you doing? All right, next one, Josh Sellers. Josh says, and don't worry, guys, I'm going to get to your Twitter ones too. So, like I said, it's just a long, unacceptable day because so many people put so many great ones out there that I said, I don't care how much of the show is dedicated to it. I want these people to uh, to hear their to hear their unacceptables. By the way, some people were talking about how my microphone is popping. Something happened with the microphone, everybody, and I will be upgrading. I will be upgrading on the microphone. So um, don't worry if it's popping or whatever or the P's and the B's are doing that shit. I'm sorry about that. And uh, this computer is acting so fucking slow right now that it's it's insane. But uh, I'm going to try to to get this. Okay, so here we go. This one Josh says is going to really get me going. So let's see what happens. Okay, I was at the gym tonight. And some unsolicited employee came up and said, I'm giving free body percentages. I'd say uh, <laughs> you, uh, you're about 26%. First of all, I'm working out. I don't give a shit what you're handing out. 
for what reason would you shout that shit out in the middle of the gym, you animal? Okay. <laughs> oh, this is fucking great. All right. I like this one already. All right. Uh, I laughed and said, not interested. <laughs> oh, dude, that's a fucking... All right, here we go. That was... He had two here. He had two, actually. He had two. I don't know if I read that one before, but that one... I, I know that I've seen it before, but I don't know if I read it, but he, he had another one, so here we go. This is the one where he says, this shit is going to get you. By the way, that body percentage shit is ridiculous. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm based on what? You know? This, okay, and then he says, this, this shit is going to get you. Sorry I posted on Facebook, but I can't limit this to 140 characters. Me and my girlfriend decided to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. When we get there, there are tons of little kids lined up to see the movie, jumping up and down in their Marvel shirts. This little boy in front of me was standing there with his straight bitch mother. He turned to ask her something, and she, and she practically yelled, If you want to talk to somebody, you need to speak up. Nobody can hear you. Jesus. I thought that that would be the end. I thought that would be the end. My thought was, Jesus, bitch, take it easy. Then he got discouraged and didn't say anything back. Can you blame him? She finally pushed him to the next ticket window and said, hurry up, and grabbed him by the neck. First things first, that's unacceptable. To treat your child like this, your child is supposed to trust you. Oh, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. Trust you and not be afraid uh, not be afraid what you will do to them. I start staring at, I start staring this woman down. If my gaze, if my gaze were anything, any more powerful, I would have, what the fuck? I'm sorry, dude, this fucking computer. Uh, if my gaze were any more powerful, I would have <laughs> blown her, <laughs> here we go again, blown her cunt head off her bony bony shoulders. My girlfriend begs me to stop, but I don't listen. Then she gets shitty with the chick at the box office. Her son lays his head on the counter like a scared dog. Oh, God. And then she finally notices me. She looks over and smiles at me, not noticing like... Uh, I'm glaring at her like Eastwood in Gran Torino. I said as dirty as possible, oh, a smile isn't that nice. Wait, what? Oh, a smile isn't that nice. However, some way, Paul, she knew what I was getting at. She looked down at her son, patted him on the shoulder and said, let's go, honey. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, like, here's the thing, if that kid is getting that from her, and he's putting his head down like that, like you said, like a scared dog, and he's getting discouraged to even talk because she's doing that, this woman's a piece of shit, 
And I got to tell you, if it was that bad in public at a movie, going to do something fun in their leisure, which is supposed to be an amazing time, could you imagine what that household is like with that fucking animal? And I love that you stared at her. Good for you. The fact that you stared at her to let her know is just like maybe you could save the kid an hour of fucking grief from that cunt. But that's ridiculous, dude. And thank you for sharing that. That is unacceptable, Josh. And that's a great unacceptable. You know, it's just like, you know, you're at a movie with your girlfriend and you just are sitting there and like you would think that a kid in front of you with his mother is going to be like happy and psyched. I mean, I'm not trying to compare myself to my kid, you know, me and my kids to anybody else, but like I took my son to see like, you know, the last Disney movie we took him to and like we're online and I want every step of the way to be pleasurable for him. I want walking in. I want to say, how awesome is this going to be? You know, you want to get some Twizzlers or some gummy bears? What do you want? I'm going to get you a drink. This is going to be a great time. You know, getting tickets for something for a little kid is a big deal. And he was just trying to talk to her in that moment. And she was just fucking like yelling, what a piece of shit. And that does get me. That's actually almost sad for that kid because I can imagine what dinner is like at the table with that fucking lunatic mother of his. Just ridiculous and absolutely unacceptable. So thank you for that. Um, But you're right where you say, first things first, that's unacceptable to treat your child like that. Your child is supposed to trust you and not be afraid to, you know, what you will do to them. And then you said, I, you know, I started staring this woman down. And if my glaze uh, was anything powerful, I would have... Yeah, I mean, that's hilarious, though. If my gaze were any more powerful, I would have blown her cunt head off her bony shoulders. That's just... I think that, just that just says it all. So, uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, unacceptable. A lot of... I'm not trying, to, not trying to pick on you ladies, but a lot of, a lot of women... A lot of women unacceptables on this episode. So here we go. Let's go to another one here. Let's see if this computer will cooperate. Um, I think that might have been it for this one. But then I think that, hold on, then I have another page with some more here. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, Let me just see what this one says real quick. Yeah, there's a lot, man, this week. Okay, no, all right, now we're going to go to the other one here. Just want to make sure I'm not missing anybody. So, what the fuck? Was... Okay, so now let me go to the, so that one page is done. And this is all just from Facebook, everybody. So these are Facebook, Facebook um, message unacceptables. What's for all the women, man? Women were doing it. I'm not trying to pick on you ladies, but fucking get your shit together, I guess. Uh, Versi Effect podcast, filling time right now, episode 171, because this computer is so fucking slow right now, I want to take it, and I want to fucking find the guy that built it or put the memory in it and have him fucking try to open his mouth as long and wide as he can so I could shove it down his fucking throat. And then punch him in the head and go, dude, this isn't working, okay? This is not working. You know what? I'm going to read some off of Twitter until this thing, until this thing, uh, 
Wait, there it goes, of course, right when I start threatening it. Let's get some Twitter ones out just in case I have to... Uh... Okay, let's go. Activity, here we go. I think there's a good one on this one. But great, great uh, unacceptables, guys. I guess this is... This is catching on and it means a lot. <laughs> what would you guys do if I just literally just fucking broke down? And I just started hysterical crying and I just I couldn't stop thanking you. Okay. Here we go. This is from... Oh, yeah. We got some unacceptables here. Okay. Here we go. This is from Rick Baker. Um, crazy unacceptable. Believe it or not, this is actually a true story. I went to see my doctor a while back for a rather personal matter that I will keep to myself for now. He starts asking me questions while being on his computer. After a while, he stops talking to look at some shit up, look some shit up and glaze over look some shit up. I glaze over to see what he is doing to find out what this guy find out this guy is looking up shit about my condition on Wikipedia. Fucking Wikipedia. I had a total meltdown inside my head and did not even know what to say to this fucking cunt. I swear to God, every unacceptable had cunt. It's the greatest. <laughs> this has to be the most unacceptable thing that has ever happened to me. Love the podcast. Greetings from Amsterdam. Well, first of all, Rick, um, the fact that you're listening from Amsterdam right now and you're into the unacceptables is totally fucking awesome. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And um, I'm glad you enjoy the podcast and please continue to listen. Thank you. Now, the fact that you were at a doctor for a private matter and he stopped talking to you to look something up and then you look at it and this guy was looking up the condition on Wikipedia, <laughs> I would say, yeah, that's, I mean, that's probably as unacceptable as it could get because it's your health and I don't even know the condition, but the condition doesn't matter. You know, this guy shouldn't be looking it up on Wikipedia. And if he is looking up on Wikipedia, he should actually say, excuse me, hold on one second and run into his office and do it instead of in front of you. So I would say I think it's definitely time to change your doctor because this guy has no fucking clue what he's doing. And um, that's just awful. So I hope you don't let this guy still do whatever work on you or whatever. Um, but that's that's unreal. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's almost comical like that's like a, that is so bad and that is so unacceptable that that's almost like a comedy scene from a movie where like I could see like Ben Stiller with the jacket on and, and whatever the fucking you know the whole doctor bit and then doing that like that's the most ridiculous thing or like a comedy where a guy's acting like a doctor because he like snuck in and needed to get information so he put the coat on but he doesn't know like that's 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 how ridiculous that is um, all right, let's go. This one is Danny Clay. Clue? Clue. Danny Clue. Um, and Danny says, uh, okay, I walk into Central Park to get across town at 1.30 a.m. when a cop car pulls up to me and says, park's closed. I said, I never heard of Central Park being closed. I lived in New York City my whole life and never heard such a thing. The two cops tell me there's a sign at the entrance saying the park closes at 1 a.m., to which I replied there was no such sign. They prompted the officers to take 
That prompted the officers to take my ID and issue me a summons. They never told me what the summons was for, and I can't read the officer's handwriting on the ticket. After issuing me the summons, I asked officer how I'm supposed to get across town, and they told and they told I just oh they missed a word here okay to get across town, and they told I could just use a different path next to the road that goes through the park. Which was, which was about 15 feet away from the path I was taking. At that point, I was enraged, and I was walking away anyway. So I yelled, I hope you sleep well tonight, motherfucker, and walked back to the entrance of the park where I found no sign saying the park was closed. Um, I think they were fucking with you. I really do. I think it is It is definitely unacceptable that you they, they gave you a ticket, but I think that... They were either trying to, I would love to know what time of the, like what day of the month this was, because I think those cocksuckers are on a quota, and I think they'll do anything and look for anything, but like, I mean, whether that's a law or not, that is ridiculous, and you have every right to be enraged. I swear to God, I don't want to get off on this whole cop thing right now, but between cops Certain cops, I should say, certain cops and certain car salesmen, they are just so fucking about themselves and like fucking people over or doing like the most they can to be a dick that that it, it enrages me to the point where I want to go back and talk about their childhood to bring them to a fucking painful memory to find out why they are the asshole pieces of shit that they are today. It's ridiculous. And the fact that the path they told you to use was 15 feet away, it's like, why are you stopping me, man? It's 1.30 in the morning. Let me just go home. Can I just go home? You should have been like, guys, listen, spare me. I lived in New York my whole life. Give me a fucking break. Okay, seriously, give me a break. Go find a guy breaking into something right now or go do something. You're better off giving a guy a ticket for smoking a joint than you are for me walking through a fucking park. Unacceptable. Great one, Danny. Thank you. Um, let's see. Uh, is this a, yes, here we go. This is another one. Molly Larson. Molly Larson says, love the podcast. Hope to see you someday if you come to Minnesota. Well, you know what, Molly? Minnesota is on my list and I'm coming back there because in my opinion, Minnesota is in the top five comedy markets in America and some of the best, loudest crowd members, best crowd members that I've ever been in front of. So um, hopefully that happens, and thank you so much for listening and being a fan of the show. Uh, So I had to come home and immediately tell you about an unacceptable situation. Tonight I was working at a job cleaning an office building. There was an accident on the road outside the building, and one of the guys involved came up to the door and started knocking. I went to see what he needed, and he asked, if he could back his truck up and plug an extension cord into part of his bumper. Uh, wait a minute. What? If he could back his truck up and plug an extension cord into saw part of his bumper off so he could drive home. Oh, this guy wanted to saw his bumper. Okay. I hesitantly said, all right, and plugged his cord in for him. A few minutes later, I walked by the door, and I see he has his fucking tools on the hood of my car 
Just because, just because your vehicle got fucked up doesn't mean you need to fuck up mine. Unfucking acceptable. Uh, yeah, Molly, that's. You know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of a friend of mine a long time ago. He, he I was eating pizza at a pizzeria and he had no money. So, I said, "You want some money for pizza?" And he goes, "Yeah." So I gave him like five bucks or whatever. I said, "Well, good pizza." And he just comes out with like more than a pizza. And he's like, well, I figured if I got pizza, man, I could get this too. And it was like almost like he was entitled to it. And it was just like, dude, like I said to fucking get pizza. And like, it it's just like, it, it's like, yeah, just because I'm fucking helping you with something doesn't mean you got to get my shit involved. Unacceptable and, and just tactless. It's just, it's just awful. That's ridiculous, uh, Molly. Thank you. And I'm glad you thought of the Versi Effect podcast when you went home. Because we need to stop this shit. I'm telling you, if one cunt could be put in their place, just one, like a month, then we're like, you know. I swear to God, this unacceptable thing on the podcast is like our own superhero click. Like this is what we, this is like... The 2014 version of being heroes is just instead of stopping crime, you're just we're just stopping shittiness, one cunt at a time. But uh, thank you, Molly, for the. Uh, thank you so much, for the um, you know. Unacceptable and everybody else is unacceptable. I think do I have one more here? Let me see here. Yes, I don't think that I read this one, uh, Luke. Luke Rooney, and Luke Rooney says, years back I worked at an ice cream store. A woman brought her son in to use the bathroom, despite the fact that the bathroom was for customers only, and they had no intention of buying anything. The bathroom was occupied. Rather than finding another bathroom, the woman took out a Ziploc bag, had her son pee into the Ziploc bag in the store for all to see, then threw the pee-filled Ziploc bag into the store garbage can. If that's not bad enough, there was dribble on the floor because the kid missed. <laughs> there are no words to describe these animals. Actually, there's one word. Unacceptable. Uh, Luke, thank you for the story. That's great. And um, Now, Guys, I swear to God, I don't work this out on purpose. I swear to God. But doesn't it seem like every week we do the podcasts unacceptable? Every week I do the podcast unacceptable, it seems like there's a theme. And this theme seems to me shitty mothers. The mother in the restaurant, the mother wiping her fucking armpits with the handkerchief, the mother letting her kid piss in a bag in an ice cream store. I mean, what the fuck? I swear to God, it's like, it's like, like if I saw that, I would be, I, if I saw that, I would just hysterical laugh and just look the woman in the face, but are you kidding me right now? Are you seriously kidding? Do you guys understand that when my daughter needs a diaper change, I don't even like to do it in public places. Like, I'll like take her to the car or like do something just because I know, A, people are probably either eating or like don't want to see it, and B, it's inappropriate to expose your fucking children like that. It's like, have some, I swear to God. And I'm so glad that all the people that are writing the unacceptables to the show are actually using the word animals. Because that's what these people are. They're fucking animals. 
this is just unbelievable to me, man. It really is. It's it's insane. And and uh, just I don't know, just fucking brutal. So there you go, guys. Uh, thank you so much to everybody. And um, I got more because now we're gonna do Twitter. And oh my god, we're an hour in already, and I didn't even get to. Holy shit. Well, this one's going a little long. Um, I hope that's okay with you guys. So I'm going to finish this and then we'll uh, we'll get into some other stuff. But um, yeah, a bunch of animals, a bunch of people that need to be put in their places. What Making a sun piss in a Ziploc bag, wiping your armpits at a fucking, you know, Disney. It's just, it's so ridiculous, man. How great would it be if you go, hey, ma'am, ma'am, listen. Yeah, quick, quick. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just got a quick, quick question for you. What makes you think I would actually want my son or anybody that I fucking cared about's lips near this water fountain when your fat fucking greasy arm sweat is, is everywhere near it right now and you're wiping people fucking down, okay? Like you're a fucking seal that needs fucking uh, people to hose you down at a fucking zoo or whatever those fucking things that they do before they jump in the water. They just get sprayed down. What makes you think that I would want to do this? You know how disgusting that is? Ugh. You guys actually annoyed me with a lot of them. Now I'm going to be brutal to somebody tomorrow. Just gonna, Somebody's going to do like one thing wrong. And it's going to be, you fucking piece of shit. Have some tact, you animal. All right. Um, here we go. Uh, Mike... Mike DeFran at, at Daddy DeFran, uh, at Daddy underscore D-E-F-R-A-N, says, Paul, gave the delivery guy a $12 tip because he didn't bring change. The place is less than five minutes away. All right. Um, Paul, at Paul Verzi, this is from Justin Pittman, at Justin T. Pittman, talking, oh, what does he say? Talking... Oh, he's talking about the unacceptable cook on TVE 170. The re- <laughs> the ladle on his head, I had a whiskey spit take, killed me. Thank you. I just saw the word unacceptable and read it, but thank you very much, uh, Justin. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Um, here we go. Let's get here we go. Okay, this was a sign from Ben and Rebecca, and the Twitter feed is at OnThatNotePod. Um, everyone should wash their hands. Employees only is unacceptable. And he sent me a picture of a big sign that says employees must wash hands in the bathroom. Yeah, I think they have to do that legally. Um, I think they have to do that legally, but... I, I get what you're saying, and I used to think that too, and I appreciate the picture. But uh, yeah, it's kind of weird. It almost makes you feel like you know you grab your fucking dick and take a piss, and you're like, ah, well, I'm not. I don't work here. Fucking. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. This is from uh, Spinny McGee at Iser, E I Z E R. At Paul Verzi, when people cough and don't cover their mouth, you can feel their breath on your skin or sneezing and not covering your mouth. Unacceptable. I totally agree. Um, That's the worst. Uh, Here we go. Okay, let's go. We we got more. I know we got more. Um, 
<laughs> this one just made me laugh. Josh Meadows uh, at DJ Nacho One at Paul Verzi just walked into a Walmart in Mid City. Everything about it was unacceptable. There's some weird fucking cookies out there. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. That's all he wrote. Uh, uh, that's fucking great. All right, here we go. Chris Frost said, sent a picture, and it's a bunch of cars in one lane going out of like almost looks like a parking lot here. And it says, unacceptable, waiting in line to exit a ramp when everyone turns into the first exit lane. Hashtag use both lanes. That is unacceptable, Chris. Yeah, and I see it because you know what it is? They're so dumb. They just go to the first thing. It's like just a herd of fuck. It's just like a pack of sheep going, ah, I'll go this way. Fucking morons. Uh, that's unacceptable. And and the thing is, you're in the back of it, because it looks like to me you're in the last car, obviously from the picture, you're in the last car that you see, and you got to wait for all those people. Meanwhile, there's an empty lane next to it. Yeah, that's enraging. Um, oh, i got to tell you guys about the meatball story, too. Did something happen with the meatball story? All right, Kevin Bush sent me at, this Twitter feed is at D.E. Goalie. Says, at Paul Verzi, really, question mark, Hall of Fame, unacceptable, and it's a Michael Strahan jersey. Because Michael Strahan, uh, congratulations to him, was inducted in the Hall of Fame. And I see a blue Giants jersey, number 92, and Strahan is spelled S-R-T-A-H-A-N. That's unacceptable and ridiculous. Uh, another picture on Twitter. See, this is why I had to get all these out of the way, because you guys are just fucking coming unacceptable hard. Um, Kevin at four five Kev at Paul Verzi working out slash exercising in a polo shirt with a collar unacceptable get a t-shirt I don't care if it's dry fit and then he shows a picture of this dude running in a blue polo shirt uh, really made me laugh and uh, hilarious so yeah, I mean, as much as you call it unacceptable, I just think it's annoying. But then to you, it's unacceptable. And then I looked at it and I go, you know what? That is unacceptable. Like, you made me go, yeah, put a fucking t-shirt on. Where, where are you jogging to? A dance? To fucking put a t-shirt on. You're running. Oh, you guys are the best. Hilarious. Um, this one, for some reason, is at Bill Burr and at Paul Verzi. And this is from Mike uh, Pickle. And, um, or Pickel, uh, it's at P-I-C-K-E-L-L Mike. It says at Bill Burr, at Paul Verzi, fucking animal, also unacceptable. And it's a picture of a guy at an airport. I don't know if you, I don't know, Mike, if you noticed this or if you know who that guy is, but this actually was interesting to me. So for everybody who's not, obviously can't see this, here, here's what the, the picture Mike sent me that's unacceptable where he says fucking animal is a picture of a dude at an airport laying on one seat with his shoes off and his other feet with just socks on across the way resting on the other chair. And I noticed by looking that that guy you sent the picture of doing that is one of the members of... Um, is one of the four guys of Impractical Jokers, and I believe it's the guy Murr. But if you ever look at Impractical Jokers, the television show where the four friends play jokes on himself to win, you know, to win and stuff, and they embarrass themselves, one of the guys, one of the main guys, that's the guy laying there. And I'm almost positive. I actually showed my wife, and she goes, yeah, that is him. 
Um, this one is from John Wark, uh, and his Twitter feed is at Survived by Rats. Uh, at Paul Verzi, the fifth Step Up movie is coming out on August 8th. Somebody needs to die. Unacceptable. <laughs> John, I don't even know how 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 I don't even think you know how great that is. That that's just I don't even need to. That's such a great one that I don't even need to. It's so perfect and so great that you just wrote the fifth Step Up movie is coming out on August eighth. Is just so perfect and absolutely one hundred percent unacceptable. Um, let's see. I think was that it. Uh, I think that's it, guys. Okay, we're going to end it on that one because that one is... Yes, that was it. Okay, so we are an hour and eight minutes in and I got a lot more show. So I hope you guys are cool with it. But those are all the unacceptables. And again, I apologize for sometimes a computer freezing while I was reading the thing and trying to scroll. But I think we got through it okay. Thank you, everybody um, who sent messages to Facebook and also sent the unacceptables on Twitter. I agree with all and I love them all. Please keep them coming. And uh, I don't know if I can do so many on all the other shows, but so many came in this week that I had to make sure that I was touching, touching, uh, as many of them as I can for you guys. Um, so my unacceptable was the car. Your unacceptables were fucking hilarious. And, um, yeah, that's it. Let's, uh, Got to say something though. You know the way they say like if you see something, say something or whatever. Same thing goes with the unacceptables. I will read. Listen, we have to do something where because I'm going to, you know, I'm going to say something like I actually did say something when I go, you guys weren't going to call me. You know, you told me 349 and then I come up here and you guys tell me it's 361. Like nobody was going to call me and they were just stunned and shocked. They were just stunned and shocked, and the guy just stared at the computer. It was so fucking unacceptable, but I said something. So if you guys have any kind of unacceptables where you actually say something or do something to send it, and I'm reading it. I will read out. I will read it and see what happens. One of the greatest things, I don't know if I have ever told this story on the podcast. I think I have. But if if you haven't listened or heard it, then, you know, it'll be new to you. And if you've listened to it, I apologize for being repetitive redundant but here here's what happened my brother my older brother who's the fucking best my older brother christian whom i i love very much and uh he's a great older brother and always was my whole life protected me and all that stuff through through a lot of horrible shit and uh, i love my brother christian um he's the best but he said something one time he was online and somebody was in front of him and customer service line and the woman was so fucking rude to the person in front of him i don't know if he was at like a best buy or something and the woman was just shitting on the guy and she's going well you should know this and that and like she was just being like my brother said it was so over the top rude that he was embarrassed for not only the guy that the woman was being rude to but like everybody involved and my brother just went up to her at the end and goes ma'am i just want to let you know something if you ever spoke to me the way you just spoke to that person and he had like a tape in his hand, he was buying some kind of tape or something or disc or something. And he said, if you ever spoke to me the way you just spoke to that person, I would embed this fucking thing in your fucking head. 
and he just said something, and she just fucking stared with the, and it, it was like, I get so satisfied just saying that. Oh, it's the greatest. It's, it's, what, it, what's, it's what needs to be done. These people need to fucking hear things like that. But, and I'm again, I'm not trying to be a dick, but do you notice that like 95% of unacceptables are women? Do you know that 90% or more of hecklers to a comedian are women? Because they either get drunk. I'm telling you. I found the flaw. Because let's be honest. A lot of women are smart. Women are instinctually smart. Emotionally smart. Sometimes much smarter than men in certain ways. But there's certain. There's something. There's something in these anim- <laughs> in these animals that these women just can't fucking act right. And if you're a cool woman listening to. You know what I'm saying. First of all the women that listen to my show are cool. So I'm not talking about you. All right, those are the unacceptables. Now, back to the show. I don't know if I'm going to be able to top that because that was fucking hilarious. The fifth Step Up movie just was such a great way to cap it off. Um, All right, so here we go. Uh, I'll make this quick. Uh, Sports, I got nothing. I got nothing in sports other than the fact that the other night I took a couple of Advil PMs to go to sleep and I watched the Yankees. Uh, and they were tied in the 10th, and I watched the whole game, and of course they lost in the 12th, and it would have been a great thing to watch them win, but they lost. I did see a movie, guys, and I got to talk about this movie, okay? This movie, I think, it was one of those movies where I thought so much about it, and I think everybody that loves movies, now listen, if you don't love movies, you might think it's slow-paced and not like it. I happen to love movies, and I thought the movie was absolutely fantastic. I thought the movie was brilliant. There's a movie with Jake Gyllenhaal called Enemy. And it's out right now. Um, my other brother was telling me about it. And it's one of those movies that's so in-depth. And it's a psychological thriller. And it literally is a fucking brain twister. Like they said that and I was like, yeah, that, it really is. It's a brain twister. So I don't want to give the movie away. But I'll I will tell you kind of what it is because it kind of was in the coming attraction. But and remember how I talked on the podcast about how I loved the movie Prisoners with um, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman. Well, the director of Prisoners and Jake Gyllenhaal got together for this, and this was based on a book. This was a, a book, and um, it's called Enemy. You can get it on demand. You could get it in a red box. You can get it. It's available now. It's out now. You could. I think you could even buy it on DVD. What it is is Jake Gyllenhaal's character. He plays a um, a history teacher, and you know his history. It just kind of just goes in. Kind of just talks about fucking what what he does, and it's kind of like a repetitive thing. And then one night. Somebody's talking to him about movies and told him to see a movie or whatever. And one night he decides to watch the movie. And when he watches the movie, he notices that one of the actors in the movie, like a bellhop, is looks exactly like him. Like not all oh, resembles. Like it's like he's looking at himself. And now he becomes obsessed with it and he's got to figure out. So he starts to like look the guy up and do stuff like that. And I'll just say this. If you do see this movie, um, you have to pay it to... And again, it's not one of these fast-paced actions. So if that's what you want, this is a psychological thriller. This is... You have to think. 
you know, there's going to be like every little thing, even things that you think are slow mean something. It's one of those movies where every word in the movie means something. Every scene in the movie is a clue to what's going on. And there's some weird things that happen. There's some cool things that happen, but everything matters in this movie. And I watched it and I felt like I had like 80, 90% of it. And the movie is so fucking in depth and just so crazy that at the end of the movie, there's an interview with Jake Gyllenhaal and the director. But I didn't watch that. What I did was I went on YouTube and I looked something up and there was a guy who decoded the whole movie perfectly. It's like 24, 25 minutes and it says spoilers on it. So you can't watch the YouTube clip first. You have to watch the movie first. But then when you watch the YouTube clip of how this guy totally decoded this fucking thing, it's um, it's awesome. So check it out. It's called Enemy. Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, let me know your thoughts, but it's one of those movies where like five days later, I'm still going like, oh my God, yeah, because that, oh, that, that, it's, and it's definitely a movie that you might want to watch more than once, so check that out, and um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it, I was happy to see a, a new release, I don't know if this was in theaters, but I know that it was recently um, released on DVD and on demand, and I will tell you guys this, I am going, I was debating on taking my son to see the turtle movie, but I'm not taking my son to see the turtle movie, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie to come on DVD and watch it with him at home, so I'm not getting dirty looks from people at a theater. And if I see something that might be a little inappropriate or too violent, I'll fast forward certain parts. I'm going to be the good parent on this one. And, and I don't think I'm going to take him to it. But I'm going to see that shit in the theater. All right, I shit on Galaxy of Guardians, Galaxy, whatever the fuck. I shit on it just because I can't watch a fucking rap. I'm serious, man. I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to act like I'm better than it. Uh, I'm not a comic book guy, too. That's another reason. But I, I can't watch a fucking, you know, like a smart-ass raccoon walking around talking shit. I, I just can't watch a guy made out of bark and shit. I can't do it. I, I just can't. Do, I can't bring myself to spend $13 and listen to a fucking raccoon talk. And You know, I, I just, I can't do it. I'm sorry, I heard it was great, a lot of people liked it, I heard it was fun, maybe when it comes on DVD or on demand, I'll watch it for four or five bucks or whatever, but I can't, I, I'm not doing it. Now I know some of you are saying, oh, but you're going to go see Turtles, yes, and here's why, because Turtles were the shit when I was growing up, they're the shit now, it's a great story, it'll bring back my childhood, and Guardians of the Galaxy is not something that I was ever interested in, you know, and and quite frankly, when I saw the coming attraction and I saw like the fucking raccoon walking with pants and a vest on and like being a smart ass, I was like, I'm not, I'm done. I'm not doing it. So uh, hopefully I will be able to review the turtle movie on the next one. But I got to tell you, Michael Bay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm in. I'm in. You give me some popcorn and some Sour Patch Kids and I'm going to watch, you know, Leonardo and these fucking guys do what they do. Um, all right, now it's time for some plugs and I will get you guys out of here. Um, I, again, as far as I'm concerned, this is Wednesday night. I'm going to keep putting these out on Wednesday. So, um, you know, you guys will have this, but here are the plugs, the plugs for this week, uh, tomorrow night, um, Thursday, 
I will be at the Laughing Devil Comedy Club in Long Island City working on new material. Saturday, I will be doing three shows at the stands, the 8, the 10, and I'm performing. I think I'm going to host the 8 and the 10 and maybe perform on the midnight, or I I, I don't know how it's working. Um, but either way, I'm going to be at the stand all night Saturday from 8 o'clock, and I'm probably not getting out of there until 2 o'clock in the morning. So I will be there Saturday doing spots. You could check that out. Um, some dates that got confirmed, I will be at the Comedy Inn in South Beach, Miami, September 12th and 13th. That is a done deal in the books. So if any of you people are out there or down there in uh, Florida, South Beach, you know, you could stop crying about LeBron leaving and going back to Cleveland and come uh, see a comedy show. I heard it's a great room. I heard it's great crowds and a lot of fun. Uh, Miami is the shit. So uh, I will be there. And um, I believe you guys know about the the, uh, October date. Uh, these are just dates I'm trying to plug ahead of time because I'm headlining. This is not the all-in tour either. This is just me headlining. I will be um, at Morty's Comedy Joint in Indianapolis um, Halloween weekend. So the 30th, I believe. I, I get in um, Thursday the 30th and, I, and I'm there till November 2nd. So, or the shows might be until the 1st. Uh, so you could check that out. So that is Laughing Devil tomorrow, The Stand all night Saturday, and then for my headlining dates uh, out of town, I will be Miami September 12th and 13th, and Morty's uh, from the 30th until the uh, 1st of November, the 30th of October to the 1st of November, which is Halloween weekend. Um, a lot of shows, obviously, in between then, uh, New York and local, working on Albany, working on some other uh, places, so uh, I will let you guys know for sure, and that's it. Um, thank you guys for listening. I know this went over an hour and 20 minutes. Thank you for the unacceptables, and, um, you know, again, I'm not going to do the unacceptables like that constantly, but you know, so many good ones came in. I wanted to talk about them. And uh, listen, if you got a business and you want to advertise on the show, uh, message me in private. I will talk to you about it. And, um, you know, we'll come up with something fair for both of us and we'll see what happens. Um, that's it, everybody. That's the show. Until episode 172, I'm out of here. I hope you enjoyed it. And I will talk to you guys in a week. Take care.